What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I'm your host, Devin, alongside my co-host, Joe, the show. And uh, today's pretty special. You know, uh, it's my birthday, so I finally made it 25 years into existence. Might get cheaper insurance. And uh, yeah, right, about time. I wish I had it whenever you were a kid. <laughs> right. Uh, well, anyhow, I don't know if you've ever had a birthday before. But mine happens once a year, and I've never had a birthday. I, I feel pretty good about it. You know, it's it's nice that the universe has slotted me one day at least where I can celebrate myself. So, uh, but <laughs> with that, you know, I, I want to make sure and get. I don't know if you've ever seen it done before, but sometimes whenever you hit a certain age, you go through a midlife crisis. Other times, you want to just drop wisdom on people. Of things that you've learned. Oh, what's your wise advice? So I've got five things that I've learned over the first 25 years of my life. And number one is... Don't have babies <laughs> when you're 16. Rejection is nothing to be afraid of. Hmm. So I, I think that's really important for everyone to know that you're always going to fall flat on your face. Number two, giving advice is much easier than taking it. So I've experienced that a time or two. <laughs> uh, number three, we create 90% of our own stresses. So get out of your own way. Quit worrying about everything. Just do. Number four, you are responsible for your own happiness. And I think that's important to remember as you're chasing any goal. Uh, hey, some days are better than others, so keep pushing. And then the last one, don't let your dreams always be dreams. Yeah, that's fair. Which is why Except I'm for here. one of them, I don't know. We create ninety percent of our own stress. What's the other ten percent? Because you're married, or is married. that the ninety percent? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or is the kids? Uh, like, no, I mean, yeah, I, I think like, you can give more details. Like that. No, just kidding. I mean, like, no, I get it. It's we do create a lot of that stuff for ourselves, but yeah. No, it's important though, you know, to spread that awareness. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out here who just are afraid of doing something that they enjoy and you know it's not easy getting in front of a camera and, and talking but I really enjoy it and make sure everyone since it is my birthday to give me a, a sympathy view a sympathy subscribe something uh <laughs> desperation know, I, I, I could really use it <laughs> but, all right there's your 15 minutes of fame we're condensed that down to two and a half minutes of fame but right yeah clip <laughs> <coughs> so Anyway, we discussed, so obviously the current thing kind of going on right now is the president taking home classified, or taking home, but have classified, you know, information in apparently a bunch of different places. So it's kind of a big, big thing. And, and so, you know, we've, we've talked about this in the other podcast, but obviously that's kind of our thing is just give our take on that. So that's what we're going to do today. Okay. Well, to me, the, the most important thing in this situation and the reason why I think it's important is because just a few months ago, the same thing happened with Donald Trump. Right. Uh, clearly a completely different reaction as far as how it was shown on television. Uh, you know, I think the way that they've handled the investigation up until this point has been pretty lackluster. Well, the thing with, you know, the thing that's kind of ironic in this situation is, yeah, there's, Trump's is a little bit different. You know, I'm sure that'll be discussed and said later on. You know, as much as, you know, it's like Hillary, but the thing of it is, is how, you know, Biden in this situation, you know, well, in Trump, not in this specific situation with him, but before this stuff kind of got released, how he was basically, and I'm summarizing, basically saying, hey, you're stupid, you know, you should handle classified information better than that to to Trump or towards that. Uh, well, it's actually kind of crazy to me, the fact that Joe Biden is saying that he doesn't remember it because I think he's shown pretty clearly over the last several months, maybe a year now, that he doesn't remember much. You know, whether it's a talking point, or how to exit a stage, or shake someone's hand. Right. It's crazy. Or ride a bike. Yeah, <laughs> ride a bike. Two weeks in a row, yeah. I got that joke in. Man, look at you on a roll. Right. Shoot your shot. Well, I mean, no, I mean, it's pretty obvious, I think, that there's lack of competency there. For sure. Um, on many levels besides just remembering things. But yeah, I mean, that's obviously, you know, the joke kind of the campaign, but joke of everything, but it, you know, it's not a joke. It's serious. Like he, 
It's it's pretty bad. Well, yeah, here's the thing. It, it's a president who, number one, has publicly come out and uh, condemned someone else for going through a very similar situation. Uh, and now here he is having done the exact same thing for a long time. Right. Uh, a lot of this stuff came from when he was vice president to Barack Obama, which, you know, that in and of itself is kind of its own little key difference between him and Donald Trump. But I, I really think the important thing to focus on in this situation, in my opinion, because it kind of ties back to the Hunter Biden laptop situation where you have a situation, <laughs> a situation where Joe Biden is getting money from Hunter Biden. Now, the amount in which he was getting paid, 10% for the big guy, whatever you want to call that, clearly there's something going on here. And I think we need to take a step back and look at it for what it is, which is Hunter Biden was over there in Ukraine handling the situation back whenever everything was corrupt, you know, since everyone forgot about that. Right. Um, and now here we are. We're finding these documents inside of his residence, and clearly that shouldn't be the case. And I think it's to hide and conceal his son's involvement with corruption, bribery, collusion, whatever you want to call it. Well, I mean, there's, you know, information floating around there. What I would consider, you know, money laundering is what I would look at. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I can't find anything confirmed because I obviously don't have the paper and I'm not auditing the guy. But there's definitely information floating around out there that that money was coming in, you know, for certain things. But, you know, it was like he was filtering the money to the president, as you yeah. referenced, the big guy. And then the reason that's a reference, and I don't know that you made that clear, but that reference is from some of those files that came out of the money going to the big guy referencing him. So it wasn't just a a pun intended or just a saying something we'd come up with. That was something that yeah. they use and referenced him on those things. So, no, I mean, it's pretty shady, you know, and, and this information, you know, is, I don't know, there's so many levels of this that's messed up because it, it's classified information again, you know. Yeah. And, and who knows who's able to access those documents and see, you know, anything having to do with national security or uh, government interest that shouldn't be known to the public. Well, my issue with it is, you know, and I discussed this with, you know, last week, if I'm not mistaken, you know, it's a very ironic situation that I was talking about, you know, classified top secret information and how in military you're held to, you know, certain terms and different things to be declassified. And I didn't elaborate on that. You know, I said 20 years, just kind of rule of thumb. But, you know, you have to wait. Things have to be declassified. There's time lapses. You know, there's a bunch of different factors in it, you know. And, you know, when, and, if, and if you breach that, you're going to be held, you know, to military law. Now, on the other hand, you know, now we have the president of the United States doing this stuff and there's no accountability. So, as I said last week, so what I was getting at is there's different sets of laws and different sets of rules between, you know, civilian general population and politics. No, uh, exactly. And, you know, that kind of leads me to a good question, too, of how many <coughs> classified documents are floating around in other presidents' homes and offices uh, throughout the entire country? Because everything I've seen and heard, there is no log of this stuff in the National Archives. It takes years for them to be able to track this stuff down and say, here's what needs to be in here and here's what doesn't. And that's not good. I mean, clearly it's underfunded and they need better systems, especially with everything going digital nowadays. Right. You know, the fact that we're to this point where now the last two presidents have gotten in trouble for the same thing. So well, I was focusing yeah, on right, two presidents, it. I guess. I'm throwing Hillary in this bunch, too, because she had stuff on emails and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, no, I agree, because that was kind of the questions I had is who's who's accountable for this? I mean. I know it's not this simple, but just an analogy, you go check out a library book, you know, and it has to be back in a certain thing week. And for the young people that don't know, I know that's an old thing, library? but you know, there's, there's an accountability. Okay. That passes and your cinema, you're going to get fined if you don't send this back, blah, blah, whatever. And you return the book. Well, yeah, I know it's not as simple, but on the same hand, the concept is what I would look at is who's holding these people accountable. It's like you go in there and you take this paperwork. You know, it's not like it's, well, I guess it is just laying around, apparently, but <laughs> yeah. it shouldn't be. It's in whatever filing system, you know, locked up, whatever. You know, they go in there and get this. You know, who's accountable for it? And to me, you know, at some point you should have somebody, or you should have somebody already, not at some point, 
that's saying, okay, hey, you know, Mr. President, hey, so-and-so, whoever got this document, hey, it's been two weeks, you know, where's this at? Just, yeah. And it's not pressuring yeah. them like, hey, if you need another month, take it. I mean, you're president of the United States, so right. be it. But at somewhere along the line, there's a log saying, you know, you know, Biden went in there and took this paper. He has it. it. Even if it's gone a year, I guess, per se, but there's a log. This is where it's at, and it's not been returned. It, and I don't understand why that doesn't exist. Uh, well, clearly they don't want you to know who's on the log. <laughs> well, I mean, because what it is right now, it's just the way because the way that it appears, you know, is you can just go in and get this information, and, and nobody knows. Like, it yeah. just, just vanishes. And then, all, like, all of a sudden, six years later, which I'm sure will ref or re-talk about that many times, but six years later, then it just turns up. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, how did you not know something was gone for six years? Well, and beyond that, why did it take over two months for them to come out with it and say this happened? Well, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of things. There's a lot of reasons why midterms is one of them. Yeah, which is the biggest one. Uh, I think it's pretty clear, just like the Hunter Biden laptop situation, that the Democrats could not let this happen before midterms because it would have been worse. Right. Well, a lot of people don't follow this. And so 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 people understand this. I know people's heard about it. And, you know, it's on it's on a lot of media. But the thing of it is, unless you start reading it, a lot of people don't realize that this happened. So you're right. Several months ago. But if you just look at it without digging into it very far, it looks like this is something that just unfolded yeah, within just the last happened. week. Yeah. And so a lot of people are like, oh, this just happened. No, this is this is stuff the government has been hiding from you mm-hmm. on purpose for whatever the reason be. You know, I, in my personal opinion, it was because of the midterms. But for whatever reason, that information was not released, you know, for two to three months later. Yeah, which is crazy, uh, especially considering they swarmed and raided Donald Trump. Uh, Mar-a-Lago, now he did in a sense, resist uh, handing over the documents, but that doesn't make it right to raid him. But here we are with uh, the sitting president, and he's actively got it in multiple different places, mm-hmm. and we're just going to give him the right. kid gloves? Come well, on. You no, know, no. I, th- I think that they should have, you know, once, you know, I, the, the situation to me is different in, in some aspect because you look at Trump, they knew he had it. It's like, okay, you know, and yeah, it basically it shortly come and get it. Now, according to this, they didn't know this stuff existed. I mean, obviously it existed, but they didn't know he had it. And so it was like going through files like, oh, look what we found. So the, the scenario is a little bit different as far as being raided. Now, however, once those other documents came up and he started playing the stupid card saying, oh, I didn't know. Well, at that point, then now that should have been different. They should have executed, as far as my opinion is, is warrants on everything for this reason. It's not because... Yeah, maybe he had classified top secret information, whatever it may be. Because if you had that crap in your house and they found it on, we'll say they found something on your computer. You don't think that the FBI, whoever, the investigating agency on that is going to get a warrant and search every freaking thing you have? Yeah. I guarantee they're not doing that to the president of the United States. And they should. Again, because I've said this before in many other podcasts, there's different sets of laws for me and you, and there's different sets of laws for politics. Uh, Well, and and that's kind of... I mean, even in politics, I feel like there's levels to, you know, if we just kind of take a step back and look at COVID with the governor of New York sending all those old people back to nursing homes where they died right. and then covering up that information, uh, clearly, you know, yeah, did he have to step down ultimately? Yes, but that was because of a, a sex scandal. You know, right. not even killing people gets the job done well, anymore. The, the thing crazy. of it is, you know, people don't, you know, understand, you know, there's account, I mean, obviously accountability, but what's the accountability even on this, you know, and I'll set the premise because this law, I may not restate it several, but, and I'm not going to read the whole law because it's kind of lengthy, but for you that want to reference, it's 18 U.S. Code 793. Um, it's part F of that. And it's, and it's a specific law about gathering and transmitting or losing defense information that, that we, we have a law for that. Now for you that want to read it, you know, I'm going to summarize and basically well, I, I'll read some of it. Whoever being entrusted gives a long list of things, basically papers, um, through gross, gross negligence permits the same, referring to the documents, to be removed from its proper place of custody or delivered to anyone in violation of his trust or to be lost. Lost, keyword, we'll, we'll talk about that one. Stolen, abstracted, or destroyed. And then number two, having knowledge that the same, again referring to the documents, has been illegally removed from its proper place. That piece will come into play in a little bit too of custody or delivered to anyone in violation of its trust, lost, stolen, abstract, or destroyed, and fails to make prompt report, again, 
that'll be key in a little bit too. Um, of that of the paperwork, theft, obstruction, or destruction of a superior office shall be under this title, or shall be fined under that title of the law, or imprisoned, not more than ten years or both. That is the law, and I guarantee you, Trump, Hillary's already escaped it, <laughs> and Biden will not get fined or prison time. Despite them breaking three parts of clearly, the law. clearly the law, and so. One of them, and, and we'll go more in depth, but just to quick highlight those points, is one of them lost. Okay, according to Joe, according to Joe Biden, this is his statement. Yeah. And I and I'm summarizing. I'll read the statement later on. He didn't know these documents that he had were in his you know place for six office. years. Yeah. That's lost. Somebody stumbled across them. Yeah. And you know? and it was somebody without security clearance. Exactly. Um, so that's another violation because these were exposed to people that don't have the clearances to, to obtain, look at this information. Um, so, you know, to me, that's, uh, it's pretty cut and dry in my opinion, obviously what they're going to do. And so people understand this to, to break this down, what they're going to do is the tax money that you and I have to pay in every year and pay tax on this crap. We got to fight a stupid litigation, another stupid litigation because our incompetent, incompetent president is doing stuff like this. Now we're going to have to fund it to prove that he's either innocent or guilty. And in the outcome, we're going to spend millions of dollars for this and nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Same way. Nothing's happening with the son Hunter. You want to talk about standing up for something in this country. That's it. They're using tax money, American, I mean, hardworking people's tax money. And they're just pissing it away by fighting these stupid litigations. When in the end, we all know, and it doesn't matter if it's Democrat or Republican because this 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 has happened both sides. It doesn't matter. We know at the end of the day, nothing's going to happen on this. Yeah, and beyond that, if the roles are reversed, you know they bring the house down on you. You know, good luck ever seeing the light of day. You're probably going to get executed, depending on what state you're in. Right. <laughs> you know, and the thing of it is, we look at in this situation, and again. It's hard for people to understand this because people, I'm not saying it's not hard for people to understand. They don't take the time to get in depth and read, like, really what's going on here. Because it's again at the surface, oh, the president has classified information. He's the president of the United States. Well, but the part y'all need to read a little further is when he had this information, he was vice president of the United States. Vice president of the United States don't have access to that. Or the. I mean, the they ability. have access to it, but. Yeah. He, he there's there's limitations in that, and so he can't walk away with <clears throat> it like the president. Like the president can say, "Hey, I'm unclassifying this, so I can take it home." Right. Vice president doesn't have that authority, so that that, in my opinion, is a big difference between Trump and him in this situation. Yeah, because Trump at the time, there's two there's two scenarios that play out. That there one would did could he declassify it as president of the United States? Yeah, so he could have this stuff. So even if they say, Hey, you didn't do okay, I'm president of the United States, I'm declassifying it, conversation done. Yeah. Number two, the people that he was surrounded by, which is Secret Service, also they can't declassify it, but they have the security clearance. That's not a new thing to them. Yeah. So he can um, have it with him. Yeah, sure. Now Biden does. He he has this information as the vice president. And we have to keep in mind he can't declassify it. So I have to go back to all these documents when he's vice president. If somebody can't declassify the information, why does he have it to begin with? Yeah, and why is it in his personal? I can't help you know, and it's a personal opinion, but yeah. just the knowledge that exists, he had to have stole it. He had to have took it out. Of, and I say stole it. Stole is a bad word. He didn't no, steal he stole it. it. He but stole it. He he got this stuff without the authorization of, you know, proper people, it's not declassified and all this other stuff. So regardless of whatever word you want to throw in there, he's not supposed to have this stuff. Uh, it's definitely really scary, too, because, look, man, I, I believe Joe Biden whenever he says he doesn't remember. You know, I, I believe Joe Biden whenever he doesn't know anything of what's going on. But it's no excuse for your team to allow that to take place. You know, I'm sure that there's people from six years ago or however long it's been uh, since he was vice president, I think eight. But anyhow, why aren't they looking out for him? Like, he's the president of the United States. Clearly, he's in mental decay. Why isn't someone stepping up and saying, hey, you need to be protected? You know, this should have been taken care of forever ago, especially after the transition. So now here we are for it to finally come out. Even Democrats Joe are Biden, upset with Joe Biden. Guy. Hold on, Joe Biden made a transition. Uh, I mean, transition to the afterlife. It looks oh, okay, like. gosh, <laughs> I thought we were talking about something else. 
Oh my gosh. Right. No, I no, I get what you're saying. So, you know, the thing of it is he had this stuff in in his house for in his house. This was at Penn Penn or whatever it is, Biden Penn Center or whatever. It was a stupid office and it was vice president. I mean, I could go a bunch of different directions. That one, if you have an office that's been vacated for six years, that tells me you got too much dang money to begin with. You know, for one, you know, as a politician. And well, his so, son was paying him $50,000 a month in rent. Well, supposedly. We don't, I mean, it looks no, to be that no, way. It, it's real. I mean, whenever you have $50,000 of rent going to somebody, and then ironically, this is a direct deposit from such and such place, China, yeah. Yeah. you know, for $50,000, it looks very suspicious. Or at least it would to me. But apparently, as we all know, and I'll say it again, and I don't care, the FBI will shut this stuff down. And hide it. They've proven that with Twitter. Yeah, yeah. They will go to them and say, okay, hey, basically, and I'm summarizing how these conversations work, but hey, let's, that don't need to be public. We'll keep that off the radar for right now. But the thing of it is, so they send these attorneys that don't have, you know, the security clearance to be viewing these documents to go clean this place up or you get his stuff out, which is fine, you know, whatever, because it didn't exist at the time. So they get in there, and then supposedly, and here's just how this goes down, and I'm, again, I'm summarizing, but they're going through these files, they're loading them up. Oh, here's one that says classified. Well, yeah, we got to call the National Archives. We can't proceed. Have to stop. Bull crap. And I'll tell you why. Because, one, this stuff, they're in there cleaning up. Okay, this stuff is probably already in boxes. They're having to go through stuff. Now, I'm being, I'm just human nature. If I was to go through somebody's office, and I seen someone, I'm thumbing through, da 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 or whatever, and said class top secret, I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm reading it. Man. I'm looking at I'm it. Looking I don't care. Every bit of you it. Know? And they can sit here and tell me that, well, you know, their attorneys uphold the law. Bull crap. Man, most attorneys are freaking crooked. Yeah. You know, not all yeah. of them. I know some very good attorneys, but man, <laughs> most of them, that's not how they are. I mean, they're crooked. They, they're not, that's a whole podcast on that one too sometime. But it's right. a, it's a, they're just as jacked up as the court system because they're part of well, it. Well, it's human nature, in my opinion. Like it, it's almost like the big red button, you know, do not push. Everyone wants to push it. So you see, you know, big red bold letters that say classified, top well, secret. Naturally, you're just going to take a peek, especially with a president as old as him. It's like if your grandparents are taking a nap and like you try sneaking out of the house right. and you know it's going to work because I mean, they're passed out. They're grandparents. Well, him, Same his, thing. his card is... Well, I was unaware that they were there. No crap, because you can't freak remember <laughs> what you had for breakfast. Yeah, you weren't aware like, of anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that got pulled. But then again, cause, and I brought the attorneys into this for a reason, because that's the card that gets played. Like, every time something like this happens, I always play, well, the attorneys said not to say anything. You know, because the, he, they were telling, the attorneys told them, don't ask what those documents contained. Yeah. You yep. know, so, well, my attorneys said not to do anything. Okay, you know, so they start questioning them. Well, I can't talk about that. That's attorney-client privilege. Yeah, bull crap. You know, I mean, I understand those are rights, and 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 everybody has those rights. But the thing of it is, like I said on many other episodes, and I said it twice already that I can think of today, we have different sets of rules, and so it, it goes like if if what does it matter at this point what those documents contain? I mean, it does matter what they say, but for the president knowing what they what they contain at this point, what does it matter? You know, like. You already took the damn things home. At some point, you probably read them. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, you, they were in your possession. You know, so to play, I don't know. I mean, I can understand. You said, man, that's six years ago. I don't remember. That I would I would understand. I, I don't know that I would, because you can understand these documents, I mean, classified top secret information, this is something there that's going to be a recurring thing for them. This is not something they're just going to see once in a lifetime. You know, if you've seen classified information, you'd remember it. Okay, I've only seen that once in my Definitely, lifetime. Yeah, these guys see this stuff constantly, so I could understand them legitimately. Understand them saying, That's six years ago, man, I don't remember what I said." You know, that would be a legitimate answer. Not well, so about aliens. You know, well, it may be. <laughs> you know, there there's some. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Do you think uh, the Biden or Trump situation is worse? Well, they both have their. They both have key points and then I, I think this one's to be completely honest with you neither one of them Hillary's the one that's worst mm. and the reason being is is I understand that the thing that 
with Biden and with Trump. These are documents, paper documents. She had this crap on an email server. That email server could have been hacked by who knows. And that was the scare. Did the Russians get this? Did right. German, China. The, she exposed potentially national security at a level these two haven't done. Well, and exposed John Podesta. So, right. I mean, there's there's things there. Pizzagate. So, but in my opinion of the three, that one was the worst. Now, between these two, the thing of it is with Trump didn't hide. Well, I don't know. I don't have it. I don't know what you're talking about. He didn't say that. He was like, basically, I've got it. And he's playing dumb, or not dumb. He's playing like a little kid. Like, I'm not giving it back. And they subpoenaed him. He just made it really hard for him to get it back. Yeah, he made it into a publicity stunt. Yeah. Joe I mean, Biden is trying to just way. sweep it under the rug. Right. Because I do, personally, I feel like this is has more weight. Because if you really look at it, mainstream media always tries to big up the Democratic Party. And so for this guy to have such a fall from grace where even people from his own party are disowning him and trying to go after him says how bad the situation is. Republicans right. stuck with Trump. Democrats aren't sticking with Biden. Yeah, I'm, it's it's hard, man, because, you know, both sides. Like I said, there's arguments on both sides of it. The bottom line is they're both wrong. I, I mean, no matter how you look at it, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, again, I've said this before, I'm Republican, big deal. I, I, I agree with some stuff on both sides. Bottom line is, as far as I'm concerned, they both ought to be held to the law and, and accountable for what they did. Am I saying to put the president in jail? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, because or anybody else. it's time that we start enforcing the laws that we have. And if they started doing that, then, you know, things would change. It would definitely, there, cause there's something wrong with this picture when three people back to back have done this and they, and they're going to get away yeah. with it. Mark my words. They're going to get away with this, you know, and the department of justice, you know, ain't, they're not going to do anything because they don't want to do anything to a sitting president. That's just the bottom line because they're chickens, you know, yeah, it could be a bad president. And, and I'm keeping my language, you know, pretty much G and PG. <laughs> I could, I have a lot of other choice words that, I, that, you know, I don't use, but I would because that's what they're doing. They're cowards. You know, they're, they're the sitting president. Well, what are you what are you there for then? You know, well, as far as I'm concerned, as a taxpayer, fire you. If you don't have the guts to do it, well, fire you. Find somebody else who can. That, and that's actually the point I wanted to bring up. You know, we lightly touched on it earlier, but one thing that really bothers me in this situation is the fact that they were able to wait two months until after the midterms to come out and talk about this. And that's not fair to the voter going to the voting booth. Mm -hmm. If you knew this information, it could influence how you make a decision. Yep. They know that, and I think illegally are able to change it. Because I, I can't see America making that a law or okay to not drop information that is vitally important to people making an informed decision at the voting booth. The same right. way a company has to disclose hey, we're bleeding money, you know, we're sucking, whatever, you know, before a a fundraising event or whatever, you know, there can be implications for that if you no, don't I mean, disclose. It's, <coughs> it's a valid point, and I think you're 100% right on it. You know, no, I think it was disclosed, you know, not released for that reason, because if they would have released that, it, I think the Republican Party would have gained more seats than what they did. And obviously, you know, it's just a, it's a piss and match between both parties right now, who gets control, who gets, you know, whatever. Um, and also I think there's a strategy behind it too, because it's so far out from the election mm. that I think it's going to get pretty much swept over the rug because, or under the rug. And it's really going to be a hard one to bring on the table to discuss. And, and the reason being is this, because as it stands right now, you know, I know that there's a lot of things going to happen in the next, you know, that time year and year and a half, whatever is Trump and Biden is going to be your nominees is the way it's looking. You know, so if that's the case, but if that's the case, they can't really discuss that because it's like, well, you had classified documents. The other one, yeah, well, well, so you did you. Do. So it's <laughs> yeah, a topic that's great. that can't really, it's not going to really bear any weight. And if it does bear any weight, they're going to have to have something that's really hard. That's going to make one shine above the other before either, and any, either one of them is smart enough. Well, no, they're not. Trump's the only one smart enough to not go there with it. Potentially. I, I think he's also dumb enough to do it. You know, I, I think he, I think that's why he lost the last election. No, I think he's I think dumb he enough to do it. I think he's got the balls enough to do it because that's the thing I like about the guy. He's, he will not back down from that crap. All right. But it's almost like Alex Jones. Sometimes you can go too far 
you know, with the comments you make and, and that you say, and it can have consequences, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's you losing an election or being part of a, a riot, whatever. You know, it, it it is important to understand that giving him a voice, you know, you get what you pay for, and it could be good, him standing up to corruption in government, but if he himself is corrupt it could also be used in a very bad way right. to I further mean, himself. You know, either way right now with this situation, if anything, and anybody listens, gets anything out of it, y'all are screwed. You know I mean? Screwed. Even <laughs> if we said, put him in jail, we're going to hold him accountable, which I think they should. Well, I don't guess who's taking a spot, the vice president. Yeah. It ain't any better, you know? So you're not getting a better, you know, a better piece of the pie on this one. You know, it's not like we're going to get one piece of junk out. For, you know, it's, you get one troublemaker out, and then you get another one. Yeah. You know? And it's just a matter of time, probably, before, you know, she probably has documents, too, as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah. I mean, sitting on them, like, oh. And she, who, I don't know, she probably planted them there, you know? Yeah, yeah There's a government conspiracy. <laughs> How do we know, too? Yeah. Let's be fair here. You know, you like your government conspiracy stories. How do we know these attorneys didn't have this stuff and planted that in his office? Right, to take them out. Maybe Joe Biden's actually telling the truth. <laughs> and he didn't know they were there. No, we because, already believe that. I mean, he might have not known they were there because these attorneys might have planted him as a setup. Because who knows? Because we know you think this is a government conspiracy. This is a real thing, I think. Because we know that people in government pay each other off. So how do we know the Republican Party didn't pay these attorneys as a plant? Mm. I'd set this. You give me a couple of mil, I'll drop some files on somebody. Yeah, the sitting president of the I United mean, States. You're crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, these are attorneys. I mean, yeah. Everybody, they, has, everybody has a price. And again, who better than exactly. some third-party attorneys? Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to get no government conspiracy started, but look, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's feasible. And they're prime they candidates. Most of them are sleazy. You know? <laughs> and the thing of it is, they, well, those are classified documents. Well, we've already established that those things are basically untraceable to a level by by the way these things are playing out. So we'll say some Republican winner, you know, vice president last term. Who knows that Pence doesn't have this stuff and he's already set this up. How do we know Trump didn't have mm. these and they weren't they didn't know they had them? And he's working on the outside of this, giving it to these attorneys to say, hey, plant, plant this. I need to set up for, you know, I'm going running for re-election. Wow. That's deep. It's deep, but it could happen. We're in deep right now. Because how can they track <laughs> it? Because we've yeah. already they've already proven that documents can be taken and vanished for six years, according to them, and nobody knew. Well, uh, Okay, you know, to kind of continue on with the conspiracy theory mindset here, uh, one question that I ultimately had for the situation is, why are there so many classified documents, and is the government over-classifying things to keep politicians from overseeing their activities, uh, or is it to cover up their mistakes from the general public? You know, and I'm talking about intelligence both. agencies, I mean, stuff like that. I think like it's that. both because if something comes out, and we know this because of politics, the way they're desi- not designed, the way they are, if they find something on somebody, they're going to use it as ammunition. So, yeah, they, it's classified because if the president's doing something shady or whoever, they can hide that from other people, other senators, and stuff like that because it's classified information. Uh, well, and, you know, like I'm, I'm sure you've <coughs> heard that the CIA's lunch menu is classified. So everything in the cafeteria, you can't know what it is. I'm not surprised. So they that's the that's the level of security that goes into. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a, is a level of national security. So you know, how much that of this is like you know maybe some memos from when Joe Biden just had some random person over, you know, to visit the White House, and it was just some notes. You on know, I don't know the standards in which they classify and declassify stuff. I mean, for for crying out loud, they you know they go in and and kill. You know, Osama bin Laden, and I don't know, it wasn't very long. It was aired, you know, how that happened, you know, which is fine. You know, it's not like... Yeah, they got to get that out. But I'm like, man, y'all got that stuff out there and leaked. Yeah, ready but to yet go. again, here we are. Back whenever I was doing shit, we're still tied to certain things. That's public knowledge yeah. that these guys can't talk about, you know. And same thing for these guys that, you know, I'm not pointing at the TV like it's... Like it's going to mysteriously pop mm. up. Johnny, you're slacking. Yeah, what you're slacking, heck? kid. <laughs> so, you know, no, Johnny did not have a cue there. So if you all don't know, Johnny sits back here and runs our camera and, and amongst other things. And, and you'll never hear him because he don't have a microphone. Yeah, too bad. And keep it that way. He's not, he's not a good... 
he talker on the chance. radio. <laughs> but it's a good time to crap talk on Johnny because there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah, that's, that's always So it's fun. a perfect opportunity. Except for hit the stop button, which you better not because I'll break your finger. <laughs> yeah. I can see you out of the corner <laughs> yeah. of my eye. But no, seriously, I mean, you know, these guys are – you know, doing all types of corrupt stuff, and they keep, you know, they keep getting away with it, keep getting away with it, keep getting away with it, you know, and the, and they released, you know, you know, like I was saying with, the, you know, videos and stuff like that, you know, I don't know how they declassify, or not declassify, what's classified, what's not, is there an overabundance of it? Yeah, obviously. There's probably stuff, I would probably venture to say, there's probably stuff sitting down there 20, 30, 40, 50 years old that's probably never been declassified, that's probably just needs burned, really, what it means. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I think it can't be overlooked enough, the fact that politicians, it is their job to oversee these organizations and the fact that they're able to conceal it with politicians' uh, acknowledgement because basically what they do is, hey, I have a problem. I want the FBI or CIA to investigate this. And FBI and CIA come back and say, hey, we can do this, but don't ask any questions. So that way, if you ever held under court of law and you have to tell the truth, you can say you don't know. Yeah, but, you and know, that, again, you said it. That's the, the trap door right there for them to be able to do whatever they want, however they want, as long as they accomplish the mission. Yeah, I mean, you said it yourself. As far as I'm concerned, you, you, you already grabbed my attention when you said FBI because they cover stuff up. It's proven. You know, I, I don't care. And you they know, start things. And, you know, people will be I can't believe you'll say that on the radio. I don't care. I do not care because this is stuff that is public knowledge. If anybody looks very deep, it's not hard to find. And I, in this, you know, society and not just this little town that I live in and globally, I am sick of people, you know, one getting away with crap. They shouldn't be, which is whatever. That's, that's one thing. That's not fine. But you know, it's not because the thing of it is we have all these things in, in a level that is concerning to me, school shootings, mental health issues and all this other stuff. And some of this would be curved if we would just hold people accountable for their actions. Yep. Yeah. Instead of having loopholes and behind doors. But whether it be a judge, the FBI, any prosecuting agency, it doesn't matter. If they would just start standing up for these things and doing something about it, the, the, this would change. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to suck putting the president, you know, find them. Should their fine, you know, be a thousand dollars? No, it shouldn't. You're a freaking multimillionaire. You you find them where it hurts. It's what they do to me. Person out here making fit, a little, let's say fifty thousand dollars a year, you know, and and they fine you a ten thousand dollar fine. You know, I mean, it's just a stupid example. Let me give you another dumb example. You know, I work in the marijuana industry. If you violate, it's up to a thousand to ten thousand dollar fine. If you, if you come in there. At, you know, 16 years old, and I sell to a minor, okay, it's up to a $10,000 fine. You've got classified freaking documents. Where does these fines start? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, but for such a minimum, I say minimal, I mean, selling marijuana to a minor is a big deal, but in comparison, yeah, in, comparison. in comparison, that's a small fish in a big sea. This fine should be very, very steep. And then I'm going to tell you what you do with that fine. You fine him. You don't give it back to the politicians. You don't give it back to the system in that, in that aspect. You fine the crap out of the president of the United States. The people he's governing, that's who you give that money to. You give yeah. it to the people he's yeah. governing. You give it to the people that we've been talking about these issues, mental health and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You fine them. And give it to these people to give them. You want to find them, find them a half a million dollars. Use that half a million dollars to create a program that prevents this stuff from happening. That's how you fix these problems. Yeah, so steal from the rich, or uh, not steal, find the rich to feed the poor. Exactly. I'm, I'm fine with uh, it. If they're breaking the rules. You know, the key is, like, if you're like a, a Joe Rogan or somebody minding your own business, making a lot of money, everyone's cool with that. We look up to you. You know, we congratulate you. We may not like everything you have to say, but we can respect that. Right. But whenever you're gaming the system and you're illegally profiting off of your position of power, that's when everything changes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm honestly blown away by that. That's a really good idea. Well, but you look at that at a smaller scale. You know, I don't I don't know how feasible it is, but we'll say, I mean, we are. I'm paying you, everybody else pays tax to fund the cops. Okay. So you go out and break the law. Your boss is writing you a ticket for a hundred bucks. Now, that cop gets out, writes you the ticket, 
then that money stays in the system. Which I, I mean, I, I understand where that money stays in the system. Now, to me, wouldn't it make more sense? Even in, and I think people would be even more open to this too. Is, hey, you're paying your hundred dollar fine. Here's five programs we have at the Washington County Sheriff's Department where you're paying your ticket. You can use that hundred dollars that you're going to pay. You're going to pay it. You can put it to mental health. You can put it to kids in crisis. You can give it to the homeless. Yeah, and See? you know, the, here's <coughs> my brain. Where it goes to with that is somebody's gonna do something crazy like a DUI, get fined 10k, and then try and like promote it and be like, "Look, I intentionally got drunk and drove just so I could give ten thousand dollars to this mental health place." Well, it's better than <laughs> what they're. It's it, to me, and you're probably right. You know, and and you probably get a tax write off for it too. Yeah, but cheap. you know, I know that that's you know hard for people to conceive that, but it's better than what we have, in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah, I know that is, people are like, better. man, that's bizarre. Yeah. But the thing of it is, all I'm doing is I'm paying you, you come and write me a ticket, and then I have to pay you again for giving me the ticket. It's a double standard. <clears throat> you're getting charged twice for the same thing. If you really look at it, yeah. you're paying yeah. that cop to do that. He writes you a ticket, and now you're, you pay the ticket. You're paying him to, do, to give you a ticket. You get slapped with the law twice. It's kind of confusing, yeah, I, but I'm, in some aspect it is. <laughs> but, you know, on that level is why I, you know, this money comes in and, and these, I, I personally, and I could talk about the cop side, you know, they, they don't have quotas on tickets. I call that bull crap on a lot of places too. They do have quotas. They don't call them that because that's supposedly illegal, I guess, you know, but yeah, they have things, you know, for performance that they have to do so much. <laughs> um, and a sorry cops, if you can't perform, sounds like a personal problem. They make pills for that. But you know, there's things that, could be better done with that money. You know, I know that's a lot no, from what it, I'm saying to get to where we're at here. But re regardless, if somebody would set the premise and do something about these things, because I hate it and it makes me so freaking mad because if that was me, you, anybody else, I say anybody, but outside of that politician realm or the rich, you would face jail time. Maximum sentences. You know, you know look at you look at what happened with January 6th. Well, look at WikiLeaks. I mean, Julian Assange. Yeah. I mean, this information comes out and there's, there's a lot there. It wasn't just like one little thing, but people have been tried and I, and maybe I need to do some more research on that, but you know, there's been people over the last several years here that has leaked information and stuff like that. That was classified top secret information and they got fined. They went to prison on it. How come this guy's not? Oh, Julian Assange. Well, there's several. It's not well, just one. Uh, in my opinion, yeah, look, that would that'd be a bad example to say why isn't he in jail? He shouldn't be. Uh, and the reason for that is the way he obtained that information was just like how any other public. Well, I don't give a crap how he obtained it because these, uh, this, uh, the vice president shouldn't have had this information to begin with, and he left it in his stinking house for six years un unattended or not as his, his, his office. There's no telling who's been in and out of that office. Yeah, no, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, as far as the WikiLeaks side, he's a, a publicist, and he's getting in trouble for what was published on his mm -hmm. website when Facebook, Twitter, whoever else, they face no repercussions, or any website, really, right? if something gets posted on there by a user. and Yeah, because Facebook with Zuckerberg, he's, in, he's, in, it with the, he's in it with the Democrats. I'm not surprised on that. Yeah. And again, and, people and have it, their yeah. opinion on that, too, but I'll call it how I see it. You know, because there's a lot of illegal stuff going on within the back end of Facebook, too. I'm probably going to get censored on this one. You know, my Facebook account, it's gone. You know, but the thing of it is, I, th I think there's stuff in there that they don't want to release, you know, that they're doing, and, like listening. You know, I'm sure that they're listening to this conversation. People think I'm freaking crazy on this, but I have proved it, you know, by my own um, looking at the platform that those phones will listen to you. Oh, yeah. And, and Facebook is particular because I have seen it more than a couple of times where I have spoke of certain things that I have never looked for on my phone and also researching going places. And all of a sudden, Facebook starts putting this stuff out there. You know, I've had a conversation with somebody. I was talking about going to a certain place. And, and, and I will tell people why I'm not disclosing where I went and where I'm going for security reasons. So you don't say, well, he's just using that. No, I'm not. I'm not telling you that because I don't need to know where y'all don't need to know where I'm going and where I'm at. So there's a reason why. But, you know, I talk about certain things, never looked at it, never searched it. And then all of a sudden it starts showing up on my Facebook feed saying, hey, this is a price of a hotel. And this, I'm like, how'd that happen? 
you know, so there's only one way that I could, there's only one way, you know, I, another time I was talking to an individual about a clothing line, you know, specifically, again, not something I've ever searched for on my phone. We just random conversation, I get on my phone, throwing through Facebook, boom, there it is. How? It's not coincidence. Yeah. And they, well, they try and say that it's algorithm based, uh, which I'm sure some of it is, or most of it is. But there is definitely some type of voice compatibility element to it that puts you into another algorithm to show you those types of ads. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of data that goes into it besides just you saying those words. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they think you're a target audience, I'm sure that's what ultimately triggers it. But either way, it's not right. And something is definitely going on here that should be investigated further. Yeah. And we can't just take them at their word. Yeah. And so, you know, I bring that up to say this because these things have been questioned before. And, you know, it it seems to be that every time the Democratic Party gets involved with this type of social media stuff, they always tend to have their back. You know, I know that there's several different topics been discussed from different various platforms. But again, it's just like everything else I said. You know, I don't want to say the rich and famous because I don't want to get down that far and deep with it, but I would definitely go and venture, say, politics, especially if you look at these multi-billionaires. They're held to different stinking laws. Because they make them. They make the laws. And when you make the laws, you don't have to follow the laws. Well, that's why they have the think tanks. You know, they can yeah. sit there and say, well, you know, we, we get to come across for the greater good. So, okay, let me, let me get this straight. So the American taxpayers are paying you to go to a secret meeting it's not going to be disclosed. And then what you do disclose is climate change. Not that, not that climate change is not important. Okay. Climate change is going to affect us a hundred years from now. And it will. I, I, I believe to some degree that, that the climate change can be helped. That's just my opinion. And I'm not going, but here's my thing. The school shootings happen every freaking day. How come we're not addressing that? How can you know they say you know and I, they do address it? Let me be fair to that. They're addressing is we need stricter gun laws. We need to take the guns away from people that that's licensed to have them, the, the law-abiding citizens, because that's what they're doing. And it's not a Second Amendment argument here of how they're doing it. You know, the thing of it is, what I'm looking at put your freaking resources on the things that's important. And there's things that's important right now. We have the biggest mental health crisis in the United States right now. And again. With the school shooting, it, it, crisis. It, it proves it. I mean, just just here recently, a freaking six-year-old, a first grader, shot a teacher. Okay, it wasn't like, oops, I dropped a gun. <laughs> you know, how the gun got there? They're still looking at that. Blah blah whatever. And a six-year-old, that kid, man, a six-year-old has got to have some issues to to and expose the thing. A six-year-old does not think that way. Yeah, you know, and. You know, then they want to hold mom accountable. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Yeah, somebody's got to get You know, to jail. mom should have possibly, can't say because it hasn't been released. I don't know. Speculating here. Should have, could have secured the gun better. But let me, I, I'm trying to think about this logically. Maybe the investigating agency will listen to this podcast and take a little advice because I'm going to give it to you. It's free. If a six-year-old has the mentality to get a gun, even if it was just sitting on the dresser, take it to school and shoot a teacher, I am damn certain that that six-year-old can probably sneak that past his parents. And apparently in this situation, he did because supposedly that was called in of some sorts and they searched this kid's backpack and the school didn't even see it, supposedly. And I don't know if, in fact, if that kid had already forethought this, well, again, here's your free tip. That kid's probably smart enough. His mom is probably not at fault. Yeah, or knew about the exactly. situation to be able to stop it. Exactly. That, that's not a, I mean, mentally, it, there's an issue there, but by no means, that kid's not stupid. Yeah. He's no. not, whatever whatever word you want to say there, I, that's, you know, and I, when I say stupid, I don't mean any any ill towards anybody or anything. That's just a word, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to hurt people's feelings by saying, and, and I mean that with, with due respect, but there's a very le- the high level of some something there that that kid premeditated that thought this through and he executed it. So, you know, I don't know that the pal blame the parents, but you know what we're talking about chasing another rabbit down again, (laughs) we need to take care of the things that's important. And again, 
probably 20 minutes to get to that point. Start fining these people. Yeah, put them in jail. Don't put them in jail. Fine them. Um, put them Use in the resources where it needs to go. Yeah. Put them in jail, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're already paying for them as a taxpayer anyway, so just pay yeah. for them on the other side of it. And I, I'm sure a lot of people would be way more happier with that. Yeah, I mean. Than current politics. And it wouldn't bother me to see it in some <laughs> aspect either if, if you're on Social Security benefits. Um, I think veteran benefits, too. If you go to prison, I think after 30 days consecutive, you lose those benefits. Do it to the President of the United States. Put him in jail for 31 days, lose all his benefits, and impeach him. See what happens. That'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. But I'll guarantee you the presidents after him will start thinking twice before they start taking stuff information home. And the reason it's such a big deal, people, it's just a paper. It's a, Yeah. The thing of it is we don't know what those papers were for one. And the thing of it is that paper could have your name on it, my name on it, or maybe there's government agencies that operate – you know, covert stuff that, you know, which, which dare I say spies, and we don't have spies in the government. Yeah, but, sure. you know, there's there's names out there that people will pay billions for. You know, there it's, it's a matter of national security as far as I'm concerned, you know, in those type of situations. So you know, it's a big deal depending on what those documents were. But the thing of it is, is whether that document had somebody's salary on it or it was the most crucial document in the world, as far as I'm concerned, it be, should be handled the same because the bottom line is it was classified information. It is classified for a reason, and it should be taken as such. Because, And here's the reason why. Because if it wasn't that damn important to be classified, then it shouldn't have been classified to begin with, right? I mean, it's common yeah, sense. Yeah, and, and then that would expose the problem of overclassifying everything exactly. from the, the government standpoint. So if they come back and say, well, you know, it was it wasn't really any big information. Again, to your point, it's overclassifying things. Yeah. Again, why then why did we classify it to begin with? I I feel like something that's overclassified right now is the JFK docs. Well, no, Come I, on. they should have declassified that a long time Come ago. Come on. Yeah. And I thought Trump was going to do it. I know me too. I, I think everyone legit thought that was going to happen. But then we also knew to expect that not to happen. Well, I mean, now there's there's things, you know, because I know Trump was a bit, I, I say big, I don't know to what level, but they were talking about making suppressors legal, you know, and again, I have my opinion on that too. And I thought he was really, I thought he was really going to chase that and, and push for that. But, you know, for whatever reason he didn't. And I'm sure that that would have really affected his chances of, you know, getting reelected, you know, and, and you in know, a good way. Well, Right, but and, and that's the thing, you know, and I know that's saying all that, and it, 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 things come to my mind, and that's what I hope I hope he gets elected the second time. Because, see, the thing is, when you get elected the second time, you don't have to worry about crap because you ain't getting yeah, reelected. Yeah. And so at that, it's like, I have nothing to worry about. Unless he's trying to get some nepotism going and get his son into office. Well, maybe, you know, or but... Donnie Jr. Yeah, possibly. I don't know that... I think that his demeanor would possibly damage that. I don't know. I mean, I like Trump. I, I personally, I personally, in my state that I don't personally have an issue with, there's some things I disagree with, but I'm going to have those disagreements, whether it be Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter who they put on the table. I'm not going to agree with them probably hundred percent. I'm a Ron DeSantis guy. I like him. You know, he, he's, in my opinion, he copies Trump a little bit with some of his like use of the hands, mm -hmm. but overall he's got great policies I mean, he's willing to fight a lot of this kind of woke agenda, and I'm for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it's pretty great that. Well, he better start fighting and because you know the thing of it is right now, which I haven't dug into it, and I'm sure it'll be something to come up. You know, they better start. They be, he you better have somebody good because I'm pretty confident that we are about to have another BLM uprising again. Oh, are you talking about the co-founder or the founder of Black Lives Matter's brother? His dying? cousin, I think. Was it? Was it some, some, is some relative? Either way, close enough. And not to take light of that, um, whether whatever the situation was, you know, a person lost their life. Um, so, you know, much you know, say respect. You know, regardless of how it happened, whether it was on purpose or not, accident or not, somebody's life was 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 extinguished there. Um, so, but the premise of what's happening in this situation right now was, you know, there's one, there's not a ton, I'm going to say a ton, there's false information already coming out about this is one problem. And then you have, I think, some accurate information, but now do you distinguish which one? But as it would go, is like, 
basically it's George Floyd all over again, you know, and, and I think a comment he made is don't George Floyd me, you know, yeah, he did say that. And so, and then now people have taken that and started to run with it. Of course, there's a tie to the BLM. Um, so that's kind of a, a, an issue, but the issue is, you know, he was, there was how the cops handled it. And then the mayor gets on there and makes some statements as we're not going to take police brutality lightly. You know, they're going to deal with all this other stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is like a freaking day old. Like, how are you already saying this? Like, you know what? Because you've seen something on social media. How do you even know it's true? Well, what I would say is after watching as much of the footage as I could, like over 15, 20 minutes of this, I think they did a good job for the situation. I'm sure. Yeah. There's probably a few things that they could have you know, done a little bit better, but overall, the guy was resisting arrest. They just kept it to tasers only. Right. No knees on the neck. I mean, I think they've learned a little bit, and the way they handled him was pretty. And he stood up. He was still alive when they put him in the ambulance. Right. So. Well, I mean, there's there's things that's questionable, and you know, not to you know because there were supposedly drugs in the system. Was, uh, I think they said cannabis and something. Else. But anyway, it's cocaine. Co- cocaine and marijuana. Um, you know, Cocaine's so cocaine's a hell of a drug. In and so if that was in a system, you know, they'll, they'll have to do a toxicology report and all this other stuff to determine, you know, but so there's some things there because yeah, cocaine could do that, you know, in the circumstances. And, and if you look at the video, you know, you can see, um, I'm going to say not normal acting, you know, and, and on top of that, like, dude, you're running down the middle of the road. Like, even if you were just innocent, you like, you didn't do anything wrong, but supposedly, um, and I've seen conflicting on this, so I don't want people to quote me on this, but I heard that he had hit somebody, so it was hit yeah, in, a, in a car. But yeah. then also there was another report on it that said that he was a witness to that. So there's a conflict there. But what I'm getting at, and the he reason I'm all. stating both of those, is because you've already got two or three, four or five different stories coming out. And so what this is going to come down to is because I think because of the past, and I'm not knocking the BLM, I'm not, not knocking you know, any any race um, because of this. But I think what will happen is, is the BLM will get enough traction again on this because there's so much fake news. They're just going to, uh, we trust the BLM. And so then we have these problems again. Uh, well, and, and uh, in my opinion, I, I'm not going to say it was staged. I'm not going to say it was staged. But I don't think it's a coincidence that this big scandal with Joe Biden happens and then conveniently, the relative of Black Lives Matter founder dies right. in police custody. Well, it, to me, it seems like an awful good, convenient story to go with and get people's attention off of what's taking place with Joe Biden. Well, I'm going to tell you, I probably agree with that. And I'm going to tell you why it's not beca- because you got to think about this a little further. And this is where. I do, I believe, do a little bit of deep dive into takes that most people won't look at, and it's this. We know that when the BLM stuff was happening before, that mostly proven, I will say, because I'm not going to jump out on them because I haven't dug into it deep enough. Allegedly. To say that that was Democratic funded to cause problems. Now, it's very, here's where I'm saying, was this a government setup? Was this staged? Very ironic that a person of color, black guy out there, don't George Floyd me. Out of all the color people in the world, that's who you reference? Because believe me, there's several references out there just as big. Right. On top of the timing that it happened. Out of all the things you could say, why would you say that? Yeah, as you're getting arrested. Uh, well, know, I mean, here's the thing. Now, did I, did I think that it was, if it was a government thing, or if it was played out, set up. Do I think that he was played out to die? No, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think he was a martyr. You know, or I don't even know if martyr would be the right word. But I don't think he died. It was part of the plan. Um, but no, I do think so because there's two. There's some things there that played out of the timing, some of the things that were said, um, and also politicians took that and the comments they were saying, like the mayor. You know, we're not going to stand for police. I'm like, dude, like you can't make that statement yet, dude. This is so stinking new. Like just because you've seen something, especially your status, I mean, go to the White House and get the get the classified documents. So obviously just freaking give them to you, you know, <laughs> and, and look at this stuff for yourself. It's too early to be making a statement like that. And this is the mayor. Like, come on, man, shut your mouth. Do a little homework on it. Do a little research on it first. And then you make a public statement after you know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, no, that that's always important, especially whenever you are the voice for the the city. And you know, like I said, I think the cops did a good job of handling the situation. Like I I was trying to put myself in the cop's shoes and it's like I don't know how much more they could have done mm-hmm. to subdue him and get him handcuffed, you know, with the way that he was resisting ar- arrest. What, what are you supposed to just let this man run out in the street and do what he was doing and well, corral him? No. And even that they were subdue him. You know, there was a point you know, where one of the officers, like, you know, they didn't arrest him right off the bat. Yeah, they're like, they okay, sit him. here. And he's like, I don't want to go over. Okay. There was a, a big yeah. distance. Yeah. You know, and they were just like, okay, yeah, chill out there. And then he runs out in the street. After yeah. the officer was like, hey, just chill. Basically, and I'm somewhere yeah. with the officer. But, hey, it's fine. Chill out right here. And he runs off again. Wasn't handcuffed or anything. But, again, so the BLM, hope you're listening, you know, understand what happened. Where's the resisting arrest? Nobody wants to talk about this stuff. Nobody wants to talk about they. He died. It's it's a big deal. A person died. I don't. It doesn't matter who it is. In my opinion, somebody lost their life. It's a big deal. But again, from the BLM, whether it's a politician, look at the look at the stuff that went on. The bottom line of it is, he was involved in some type of accident and he left the scene. Felony. Okay, that's number one. You know, even if he was a witness to it, they the cops were trying to talk to him. He was running. He was evading. That is against the law. I seen the information from the dash cams and stuff that they actually released, which I believe is actual footage. There's two there is an issue with it because there's a place that it just ironically is not there. The one that they released. Look at it. That's a flaw. Now, did they edit it because it might have been graphic? Supposedly. I don't know that for sure. But when they rolled up on this guy, the cop was on his bike. He's like, boom, stop. Hey, stop. This guy keeps leaving, leaving, leaving. Again, he's already broke the law. That's evading. He's done. You know, it's, it's so they waited. Hey, just chill out right here. You know, whatever. And he leaves again. They gave him every opportunity. So as you say, the cops did their job right. They handled it right. Did they do it right? Yeah. They gave him way more leniency than what they ever should have. And that's the problem. Because I think the officers, what you would say, did their job right. I don't think so. I think they did it because they were scared to actually enforce the law. They let because, it go on. Yeah. yeah. Because what they should have done is once he didn't comply, they give him another chance. Once he don't comply, they should have tased him right there. He should have never got out on the street. He should not have never put himself or other members in public in jeopardy from being out there. They should have tased him right there and neutralized the situation immediately. And then none of this possibly could have happened yeah and as long as we're talking about tasing yeah i don't think you should be able to pull out a gun no you know i mean the guy was clearly Uh, from what i could see was unarmed yeah you know i mean no you're not gonna shoot him like oh shoot him in the leg because they're no i mean no you you can either get off the donuts for a while and learn to run and chase them down and do your job or tase them there's options that law enforcement has to deal with these situations (laughs) you know so whatever they be and i run that guy was on a motorcycle he's not out running you yeah. You know, do something Hollywood, man. Drive by on a motorcycle, yeah. tase yeah. them while you're driving by, or so. I mean, there's something. You yeah, know. tase them. Uh, well, no. It, either way, it's just it's really sad because I I do feel like a lot of times a situ- a story like this gets blown up to cover up other major scandals mm-hmm. going on, and I, I just feel like this one fits the bill. I feel like it's super convenient. It's a it's a big name, big group that's involved. And it's fundraising time. You know, I, I think BLM's going to make a big push to try and get more money out of it, just like they do everybody else. Right. Uh, and then, obviously, not invest it back in the community. Right. They're going to buy more real estate. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> things, you know, that, that's messed up in that, you know, how they funded. And I'm not going to give my take on it, but look at the documentary. If you're into that type of stuff, they did a documentary over the BLM. Look at it. And it kind of shows how they use their funds. So, you know, and, and I want to make myself clear on this, you know, just because somebody necessarily supports the BLM, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad person. I don't personally agree with the organization, but, you know, you can quote me or unquote me. I don't care. It doesn't make me a racist. I don't hate, you know, black people. If you want to be technically correct, people of color, you know, you're black, I'm white. Call it what it is. I served with people like that, bleed the same, we die the same. You know, that that is such a— We're all people. It, it is an argument— but I say this in a different way. It's a stupid argument because, yeah, are people still racist today? I get it. Is there bad cops? Yeah, there is. I'm a white guy, and I would tell you, there's freaking crooked cops. They've done it to me. I've been a, I've been a victim of it too. Not necessarily like these situations, but I've seen it. It's played out in my own life. 
I don't think that the organization itself stands for what they would represent themselves to be, you know? And if people are on board with that for a bigger cause and if they can achieve that, I'm okay with it. You know, I don't, I'm not okay with some of the outcomes of the events that's taken place that they were involved in. And promoted, you know, they promoted that kind of behavior consistently at multiple. And that's what I'm saying. You know, you know, the, it goes from being a good cause, a good voice to now criminal activity. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's, you know, I hope that that can be improved on and I hope that they can, you know, change that or, or, use it for what it, you know, the, the organization was for. I'm not too in, heavily involved in, in all that stuff. I just know there's certain things that you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't stand behind that. I do stand behind some of what they believe in, some, and I'll say what they believe in, but the premise of the discrimina- discrimination in, in people, yeah, I would support that. You know, I think that that still happens, uh, standing behind, and trying to stop the racism, yeah, I can stand behind that um, on, on multiple levels. Um, but I don't have I don't have to personally, and and I will say this, and I'll stand behind this one hundred percent of the time. I don't have to support an organization at all, whether it be BLM, any of them. It doesn't matter. I do not have to stand behind Red any Cross. organization to say and support, you know, any race, and not be racist. I don't have to be in an organization to do that. I can do that myself. And if everybody did that theirself, this crap would start getting distinguished. You know, or extinguished would be a better word. <laughs> you know, because it would be distinguished for sure. And I, and I don't have to be in an organization of that capacity to go to these things and, and make my voice heard. I don't have to be in part of that organization. I go on my own behalf because I'm, you know, Hispanic, you know, a person of color. I, I, I'm white, green. I don't care. You're freaking leprechaun. Jewish. Do. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter what your race is, you know, but once you start categorizing yourself with any, you know, organization, you are that. And that's the problem with that. That's why I don't, it's not, you know, everybody think, you know, because that's kind of been what we talked about BLM. It's, oh, it's all, no, I'm not. I'm talking about all of them. It doesn't matter if it's freaking Nazis. You can sit here and say, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. But guess what? If you're caught running around with, with, with Nazis, what do you think? People are going to thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm not racist, but you I, wouldn't you at a KKK meeting? It doesn't matter if you're racist or not. You you are because you're guilty by association. Yeah, and same thing with Black Lives Matter, everything else. Right. Um, and I, I honestly, I would recommend for anybody watching the show to also go and watch. Uh, there's a documentary on YouTube called Everything is a Rich Man's Game. And I think it pretty well encapsulates what is going on in society today as far as misdirection and blatant corruption at all levels, whether it's these major organizations and nonprofit groups that we trust or government institutions themselves. They're all broken and they're working for themselves, Mm -hmm. not the people. So do yourself some research. Look at it. It's three and a half hours, but it's worth it. The JFK part blew me away. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. President, do you want to declassify something? JFK files. Yeah, please, man. I, I would forget <laughs> about everything. I would forget about everything Joe Biden has done if he released that. I would I would vote for him. How about that? I would vote for Joe yeah. Biden if he released the JFK Does docs. your vote matter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, either way, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our show. It really helps us grow. You know, we love bringing you guys new and engaging content. So don't hesitate to let us know what you think or how you feel about the show. We're here for your feedback. So until next time, peace.